not only the the graduates, but also for their families as well. So uh, we hit talk of the town today, uh, the last show before Memorial Day, and lots of congratulations to go out there to the college graduates, to the high school graduates. I know North and Memorial have their high school graduation ceremonies this weekend. May the weather be okay for those. They're both held outside, and I thought they were held at the Pablo Center, but apparently that's not the case. They're held outside. Some of it is because of COVID. You can't, you can't hide from that. Some of it is, well, we'll just hold it outside. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that people, there were some people that liked it when it was outside because of COVID the last couple of years. And they said, well, let's keep on doing it. We'll see if they keep it going in the future. It's, it's, if the weather's fine and outside graduation's good, the only thing is there's no real place to hold them at either North or Memorial. I think North is holding it in the parking lot. Memorial holds it on the soccer field. There aren't any bleachers. So how can you see anything? But that's that's for other people to debate, and we'll debate that some other time for all that. Again, congratulations to all of the graduates who are out there and to their families. May it be an outstanding time for them. Remember, folks, it is Memorial Day weekend, and while a lot of this is a celebratory feel as we welcome in summer, barbecues and what have you, remember what Memorial Day is for on Monday. It's actually not a celebratory holiday. It is, exactly as the name suggests, a memorial. So make sure you carve some time out over the weekend, particularly on Monday, to, to honor the fallen. You know, you know, all gave some, some gave all. Uh, make sure you acknowledge that at some point over the weekend and try to pass that on to the young ones in your life. That doesn't mean that it should be just a solemn weekend, uh, and you should wear nothing but black all weekend. Not necessarily. Uh, you should still have some fun because that is what the sacrifices were for, for the freedom to have some enjoyment. But make sure you're, you are acknowledging what the day is actually for. Uh, on a happier note, the Memorial Day Parade is back in Eau Claire on Monday. I hope to see a lot of people out at that. Uh, really what has always been one of the big traditional events in Eau Claire, the Memorial Day Parade. And we have not had it the last couple of years. I've been hearing the, the South Middle School Band preparing for it the last couple of weeks. Should be a lot of fun. Get the kids out there for it. You yourself get out there and watch it in terms of the Memorial Day uh, Parade. So we've got lots to get to today. Uh, as we talked about Earlier this week, this is the last live edition of Talk of the Town for the summer. We go into summer mode, if you will. Now, we're not going anywhere. We'll still have the Talk of the Town podcast every Tuesday and Thursday, just not the live edition on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you'll still get the audible chocolate. Don't worry. Going to make you, you your knees bang together in excitement when you get the audible chocolate drizzled into your ears. Just not going to see my face for the, next several, uh, for the next several weeks. This isn't like 1960s, 1970s television. We're not going anywhere for the summer. 
It's just that we're not going to have the live editions for that. Uh, no shows next week. We're back at it again starting on, what is that, June the 6th? June 7th? The first Tuesday in June. We'll be back uh, with you for all new talks of the town. Of course, follow all of, all of our other shows, Spotify, iHeart, and, of course, the website. Get all of our great shows right there from uh, Mark on Unleashed to Banker with a Beer. Great Banker with a Beer that dropped today. Talking with Mike Golot, city administrator for Altoona. Altoona has been the furnace of growth for the Chippewa Valley for the last decade. We talked to Mike Golot about that. So we got some things to get to. The Eau Claire City Council got together on Tuesday, made some decisions. Even when they punted decisions, that in and of itself is a decision. And as I promised on Tuesday, we're going to get to, to that. We got a few other things to get to. Uh, of course, the big story in the news that everybody cannot shake loose from is the horrible murdering of those poor kids and teachers down in Texas. Uh, a horrible, horrible situation uh, down there. I, there's no, there's no, again, there's no words. There are debates that should be had. There are some very legitimate things that have to be done. And there is no simple solution. Uh, I think everybody on both sides has to acknowledge that everybody's got to give in a little bit. And everybody's got to be open to change. All right? That means more gun control. But that means also that other things have to be done as well. Just, just gun control in and of itself is not going to automatically end these things. That's not the, the, the simple fix. There's other things as well. That doesn't mean we shouldn't do gun control. But we have to have some, some actual discussions and people have to stop getting defensive over everything. You have to. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. You shouldn't go into the high V in Eau Claire for cold cuts and wonder if you're going to get shot. It shouldn't even be a thought in the back of your mind if you sent your kids to school today, are they going to come back home safely? should never even be a thought. And I will give you all this, too. Be smart with the news coverage you follow and make sure you get multiple sources, all right? Just because you hear it once briefly on a show, don't start running off with it because they're still contradicting themselves, the news reports. They don't, we don't have the full story. So you know, research yourself by watching various news outlets. Uh, one other thing, too, that I, I wanted to get to before we hit on a couple of things with the city council. Uh, you know that whole thing about uh, school kids identifying as cats? You know, the, the Chippewa Falls schools had to dispel that rumor that they're, they're allowing kids in the schools to identify as cats. That, 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 that baloney's reached the east now and all of that. You, we talk about news coverage. It, it's amazing how much people are... They just want to have dislike towards certain entities. And for many people, that is schools right now. There is no such thing as kids identifying as cats and school districts putting litter boxes out there. I've told you all how I know exactly how it's coming. My daughter and her friends on the playground play a dog-cat game. They, quote-unquote, identify as a dog or a cat 
when they're on the playground and they're playing this game and they've got a hierarchy of dogs and cats and all of that, but they don't identify their gender, if you will, or who they are as a dog or a cat. They're playing a game. Much like if kids go out onto the basketball court and say, I'm LeBron James. But you get a couple of people, write something, you get it onto OAN News, and then it starts to spread. And everybody thinks school district, you know, then they, you, 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 so be smart with, with how you take in news coverage of things. So that brings us to the Oak Ridge City Council, which had one of its most viewed, uh, attention-grabbing weeks, in fact, months, in a long, long time, because there were a number of decisions that people felt were much more kitchen table discussion points, things that you felt either they were either something you could relate to more or had more of an opinion about. We start off with we start off with this, though. We're going to get to the town of Washington. We're going to get to the liquor license debate. We're going to get to the water bottling plant. But there was something at the very beginning of Tuesday's meeting that do not overlook this. There was the usually the, the, the simple rubber stamping of various events coming up in the city. The Memorial Day Parade and Taste of the Valley and all these. And one of them is the O'Quare Express, the baseball team, for the last decade plus host firework shows every Friday night that they have a home game. So over the next couple of months, they'll host five or six firework shows on a Friday night. And the city, you know, kind of rubber stamps it and says, yes, they've been doing it for years. City councilor Jill Christofferson is now not flat out saying she's against it, but she's against those fireworks at Carson Park. She wants to take your fireworks away. Let me explain. So again, as many of you know, I worked for the Eau Claire Express for many years. And I've worked for other baseball entities around the country. It is not uncommon for a baseball team or anybody that's hosting fireworks to get complaints from people in a neighborhood. Not many usually get a couple, and it's usually somebody complaining about an animal that they have. Many of these people moved in, knowing there was a ball team, knowing there were fireworks and all that. Many of those people had got animals after they knew that there were fireworks, but they would complain. And to its ends, a lot of these people also will complain when there's big 4th of July fireworks and all that. They will complain. There's been letters to the editor, too, in Eau Claire. Nothing major. But with the Express, we would get phone calls, handwritten letters, and emails. Not a lot, but a few from people complaining about the fireworks. Nothing that was major. Nothing that the city has ever been concerned about. Nothing that has ever been newsworthy. But there's always a small pocket of people that think, well, why do we have to have fireworks? It upsets dogs and cats, and they'll bring in military veterans as well and say, well, what about military veterans with PTSD? Their arguments don't hold water. 
know, dog experts like Heather Mischke, who we have on with Dose of Dog, have, have flat out said, yeah, you know, fireworks can upset a dog, but there's many ways you can handle that as the, the homeowner that does not involve you wrecking it for the whole town. Fireworks themselves are not terrible, and a lot of animals are not disrupted by fireworks. That's one. Two, military veterans talk about the idea that fireworks can trigger some, but this goes beyond a number of things in that those military veterans should be getting looked at much, much sooner than fireworks. So bringing those two things in as the only reasons to, to bang fireworks anywhere is a terrible, lazy argument. Jill Christofferson, before the, the meet of the meeting on Tuesday, said, as they were approving the fireworks, getting the rubber stamp, she said, I would like this year more, pe- I would like more, in her words, engagement from folks, because I'm hearing, quote-unquote, lots of complaints about the fireworks from people with pets and people that know military veterans. She put that call out there. She put that call out there. She wants to take your fireworks away. She's doing that not because she wants to find a way to make the fireworks work. No, she wants to bang those fireworks on Friday nights. And don't be surprised. She's coming after your fireworks next, your, your church bazaar or anything like that. Carson Park is a very isolated area in this community. If she doesn't like fireworks there, she's not going to like fireworks anywhere. So watch out for for that on Tuesday. That could become a big debate later on, months or a year from now. Fireworks at Carson Park. Because Joe Christofferson's put the call out there. You're going to get some people that are going to complain, because you're always going to get people to complain, but... When you're pushing for something to be, you know, when you're pushing for an agenda, as clearly Jill Christofferson is, one equals a hundred. A hundred equals a thousand. A thousand complaints equals ten thousand. You get the idea? It's no different when you want when you want something to support your side, one equals ten times or a hundred times it. I think it's a terrible it was a, it's a terrible thing she even should have brought up there. And people have had ways to complain before if it was such a big deal people can, there's always the public hearing, the public comment period. I'll tell you this, we're talking about Mike Golod in Altoona, River Prairie which has those apartments. You bang fireworks at Carson Park, Altoona will have a bunch more fireworks right there at River Prairie. So keep an eye out on that. I, so I, I had one person tell me today, well, the play devil's advocate, well, maybe Jill Christofferson legitimately is bringing that up because there's been some, compl- there's been some complaints. She's, she's just, she, she might be for the fireworks. No, if you watched it, and I went back and watched the video, I saw Andrew Dowd from the Lear Telegram tweet it out, and I went back and watched the video. Her tone the 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 way she 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 brought it up, the manner she brought it up. It's it's during a period, by the way, in which counselors sort of are still just going through their notes. It's the first five ten minutes. 
in which there's usually not a peep out of counselors outside of good job about something. You know, this event's coming up. Hey, great, cool. You, there's, there's, there's never any pushback on anything. And she used that opportunity to try to sneak in there what is going to be a future argument on her behalf. And that's going to be trying to get those fireworks banged at Carson Park. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. Didn't get any media coverage. Keep an eye on that. Maybe some of you out there are saying, Scott, you're off base. If pe- We don't need fireworks. The Express don't need fireworks. I- I'm going to come back with you with all this. Why are you attacking a prominent local business that has been in this area that's now again under local ownership? All that. Uh, moving on. So the town of Washington annexation decision's been delayed a couple of weeks. No big surprise there. Uh, you got to remember, I have a hard time seeing them not accepting this. If they don't accept this annexation deal, the city council, that's a that's a that's a black mark on their face because you've got a number of city staff that are all on board on this. They want it. Yes, there's people that, there, there are residents, there, there's the public in that area that have coalesced and do not want it. But a lot of their complaints and a lot of their issues really are being handled. The only issue that cannot be handled and the one they have to look themselves in the mirror and admit is they, they want all of the amenities of a, of a community while pretending to live rural. It's... It's rural now, but it's not going to always be rural. You are rural. There's Buffalo County. Lovely place to live. Go there. You live five minutes from an Olive Garden. You're not rural. You're absolutely not. And my same stance I've come to learn is, 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 agreed, is, is the same one a lot of city leaders have. You've got to grow. And Stephanie Hirsch... New city manager, she's all in on growing. And that's why I say with the city council, you took a risk putting Stephanie Hirsch in there. You could have stayed with Dave Solberg. I don't know what his opinion would have been on this. Probably would have been also to annex, but you could have stayed with him. He did nothing wrong for two years. You went on a limb, took Stephanie Hirsch. All right, this is the first real big thing she's standing for, and that is to do the annexation deal. That's why I, I, I have a hard time thinking you'd want to go against her. The only thing I, I heard, and I brought this up on Tuesday, and this isn't why you'd squash the deal, but it highlights another issue, and that is somebody brought up, all right, we're going to put these houses there, they're going to bring in families. Where are the kids going to go to school? Because there's no room to put kids at Meadowview Elementary where the kids would likely go in the Oak Hill School District. You're right. And that's another issue with the Oak Hill School District because while you got Erica Zur wanting a blue ribbon committee to talk communication and you got radical conservatives bitching about non-existent CRT and, 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 and concocting stories that kids are, are wanting kitty litter instead of toilet paper because they identify as cats, we've got a true infrastructure issue there. Now, moving on from the town of Washington annexation decision, you've got the water bottling plant. This one's really f- brought up a lot of furor from people. I, 
six to one, half a dozen of the other for me. Um, the water bottling plant with that California company, it would bring jobs, it would bring some development, but water is a resource. And they would use 5% daily of that. You know, is the 50, 60 jobs worth it? How much would they would they mean to the tax roll? Uh, yeah, I, I think some people some people are upset because they they think how this this how this thing even come so close to happening? You know, we should have been notified much earlier. Oh, give me a break on that. You found out when you should have found out. No decision was made without you knowing the public. Basically, the issue with the water bottling plant is it's brought forth a discussion we really have never had in this community. We were not prepared for this. And, and, and not being prepared doesn't mean that you should have been doing something years ago. You know, this, this was something that's been brought up, and now we can think about it. And that is, water is a resource. You know, it's, it's, do we want something like this now, in the future? Do we want it? We've never discussed this before. There was no precedent. And I actually think the city council's done a good job being very open to this as a discussion, whether we want something like this or not. Um, overall, I really don't have a strong opinion either way on this. I really don't. Um, I do have a strong opinion on the liquor license renewal. So the Benny Haas decision... Pizza Plus, The Rev, The Metro, that came to a head on Tuesday. And remember, we talked a lot about that earlier in the month. It looked like he was going to get his liquor licenses revoked. Well, just simply not renewed in a few weeks because he had never reopened after the pandemic, whereas nearly every other place reopened, and he never reopened, and he had every excuse. But excuses are like bungholes. We've all got one. The thing that seemed to have occurred, though, with him being on the verge of losing the liquor license, and he was breaking some other rules, too, was it was the old classic, you know, take your pooper, get off the pot. And the city was banging at the at the restroom door saying, either you're, you're done or you either you got to do your business or get out. And it seems like he now wants to do his business. City uh, legal staff went. 180 from saying, hey, pull it to, hey, we've talked to him and said, hey, we believe he's on the right track now. So the city council, which I didn't think had the backbone anyway to not renew the license, has turned around and said, yep, well, they're, they're renewing the license with stipulations, namely Pizza Plus is going to have to be open by September 1st. And if he's not open by September 1st, then he loses the liquor license. And I'm all on board with that. As long as they hold firm to that sort of thing, I'm okay with that. Because here's the thing. While he probably should have not had his liquor license renewed, and while I just said I didn't think the council had the backbone anyway to pull it, it probably is the right decision for the betterment of all of us as a community if he keeps the liquor license. And let me explain why. The best shot we have of getting something opened in those locations is he has a liquor license and he can do it a lot quicker. Get him to reopen Pizza Plus by September. If you pull the liquor license from him 
first off, he'd have to then sell Pizza Plus. It's not like something, you know, he, he would sell it maybe eventually or he'd reapply or something. Either way, Pizza Plus, the Metro, would remain shuttered for many more months, if not a year or two more at least, by giving him another shot here. And you, know, you rattled the cage a little bit. You got him woken up. But by, getting, by allowing him this sort of second chance, then what you end up having happen is that you can get stuff into those locations a lot sooner, which is better for everybody. Uh, one last thing, uh, you know, there was, obvi- there was the stabbing in the parking lot of the Regency Hotel earlier this week. Uh, QOW has a story uh, against city staff, city legal department is, is pounding their fist on the table saying, we're going to get this place closed. Uh, I think it's end of August that the current owner has to sell the property. He's, he's trying to sell the hotel he's got till the end of August. Here's the thing. we got to close that place. It, it's, a, it, it, it's, it's trash. It's trash for the community in a prominent spot. And we're lucky. Not, I mean, there's been major things that have happened there. we gotta get, we got to get that place closed. All right? No bite from the city. No bite to the bark. you got to get that place closed. And I understand there's people in there, and there's a lot of good people that live at the Regency, but... I tell you something. Won't, uh, uh, no. No. Got to close that place. Now, I've debated walking in there and taking photos. I've wondered why no other media outlet has just done that. But they probably don't do it the sa- for the same reason I don't. And not because you don't have time or anything, but because you know, I'll go to Wisco's to eat. And I'll think, why don't I just pull my phone out and just walk through the halls and take some photos? And you don't do it because, yeah, you're a little lazy. But I'm one guy. QOW can't send a reporter over there. EAU can't walk across the street. You don't need your big camera. That's not illegal. That's not illegal. You know what you should do? You know what, you know what the big boys would do at Buy, rent a room. You, 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 could, you could rent a room at the Regency online. Just rent a room. Reporter goes in there with their phone, snap photos, all that, post. I mean, <laughs> too, too, too busy just uh, getting spoon-fed the press releases from places. It's not entrapment. First off, you can't do entrapment as a journalist. It's not entrapment. Maybe maybe we'd be surprised. We'd look at there'd be photos inside the Regency, and there's priceless art and mahogany in the in the hallways. Maybe we'd be surprised. Maybe there's a palace inside of the Regency, and we've been led astray the last last few years. Uh, again, no shows next week. We're back with you uh, June seventh and Tuesdays and Thursdays throughout the summer podcast edition. So make sure you're you're heading to the website. A lot of you vast majority of you get this via the podcast, but I know I'm talking to some people right now on the Facebook Live video. If you're watching on the Facebook Live video, hey, no fear. You're just going to go to the website the next couple of months, click on the link, and you'll get us nice and good uh, good that way. Uh, and then more live, more live editions again uh, at 3 o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays, returning 
in uh, late August, early September. That'll do it for us here today. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Monasano saying there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.